Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. I am your host, Left Brain People, and I want to talk a little bit about content. Um, I want to talk a little bit about accuracy and just what we as podcasters bring to the table. Um, like for me personally, I know I like to talk about issues from my point of view. Um, I try to stick with the facts or as much as I know on a situation and I try to stick with it. And I try not to deviate. I try not to pass my emotions on as facts. I try, if I'm going to use my emotions, I like to use it as my point of view and not as facts. And what I want all podcasters to understand is that when you're reporting a story or you're reporting current events, whatever, stick with the facts and don't stretch it. Um, say what you know. And also, also always use allegedly because just as a person, forget about the lawsuits, forget about you know, trying to come up uh, the cheat way. Forget about all that. But just as a person, you don't want to put something on someone's name that may not necessarily be true, especially if you don't have the full story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing if you had a full story, you just interpret it wrong. And that way you still use allegedly, but you can always go back and apologize and say, you know what? I read that wrong. This, that, and the third, whatever. But if you don't have the full facts, it's always best to say allegedly or to not speak on it until you have the full story. Because here's the thing about it. the universe, Everything comes full circle in this universe. The same way you spoke on that person and you slandered that person, whether you meant to or not, that stuff comes back around. And then not only that, that kind of shows your own character. You know what I mean? You hear something and it's a hot take and you just jump on it, but you don't have the full facts. So... You come out and you put something out there that could potentially hurt somebody. And the thing about it is, I think a lot of people, especially when we, um, you don't necessarily think that it's going to do damage. And you don't think about that part. But when it happens, you know, you kind of, a lot of people tend to apologize when it actually happens. And for me, I mean, don't get me wrong. Apologies are great, but I'm more so into the prevention part. I try to stop things from happening before they happen. So I try to think long and hard before i report anything before i say anything i try to think long and hard about the outcome of it even you know what i mean even if i'm even like right now like right now i'm on a small scale but i try to think about other people other than just myself and my point of view and my experiences i try to think about other people prime example if i'm gonna report a story about let's say um relationships I have to stick with the facts and I have to stick with who I'm talking about and that particular story. I can't speak on, I can only speak from my experiences dealing in certain circumstances, like, but I still can't pass it off as a fact in someone else's circumstance. Like if I get a story that, uh, um, um, woman divorced a guy because she wasn't happy. Like that was a story. I can't say, well, she should have worked harder if she wasn't happy because I don't know why she wasn't happy. Maybe he wasn't cheating, but maybe he wasn't supportive. Maybe he was draining. Maybe he just took too much out of her. and She just couldn't do it anymore. So I can't go off on a tangent like, oh, man, she didn't try hard enough. You, you don't know what's going on in people's lives to be reporting certain things or to be talking about certain things and not really being accurate with it. So that's that's what I want to talk about. And then another thing is like as far as like uh, it's just to me, I don't like giving false i like giving good content i like giving accurate good content me i know me personally so i just don't want to 
I'm not in this thing to damage people. One one thing I'm in this for, because you also have to ask yourself, what are you doing this for? Like when you podcast, what are you doing this for? Is it because you love genuine conversation or are you doing this just to get hot or just to have some type of name? Like for me, I, I'm doing this strictly because, number one, I want to purge. I use this as like therapy. For me, it's like therapy. It's it's. This is how I uh, how I purge my week or my month or whatever, and this is also my escape at the same time. But I also do this because I genuinely like good content. I genuinely I'm trying to build something, and I want it to be built based on truth and based on the honorable way. I don't want to do this in a cheap way, so that's why I do this. So you know when you get into this you want to ask yourself what are you doing this for what is the you know you want to keep the if you you want to carry this thing with integrity at least in my personal opinion you want to carry this with integrity with truth and with honor and it doesn't to me because because the thing about likes and views and all that other stuff that may come in a way if you do it cheap it may come fast but it won't last it's not something that'll stick around for a while and even if it sticks around it won't be known as anything good. It won't be legend. It'll just be a thing that like, oh, yeah, you know, he had a podcast. It was hot. It was entertaining, but it wasn't truthful. It hurt a lot of people. People, you know what I mean? And it's, and for me, it's not even about the relationships. Like, I'm not one of them guys that I don't want to hurt you because I don't want to get on your bad side. That's not the thing about me at all. It's not that I care so much about getting on people's bad side. I just want to stay in good karma. I want to spread good energy. And I want to be I want to be what's good for this, uh, for the culture. I guess you could say for the for the podcast culture or for this industry. I want to be what's good for it. I don't want to be part of the junk. I don't want to be the junk food. I want to be the healthy food. You know what I mean? At least me personally. So that's what I would urge all podcasters to do. You know what I mean? Ask yourself, what are you in this for? Why do you do this? Like, what is, what purpose do you serve? First of all, find your purpose. Find your space and your lane in this. And ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is my purpose in all of this and, and what can I contribute in an honorable way that can service this thing? Like, you know, what I mean? so before I even get into this, what can I do? And then I would also say, do your homework and do it thoroughly. Like I know with me, I got to do a better job doing my homework with this. I got a better job reading up, do a better job reading up on the facts. I got to be more fluent. And there's a lot of things I could do better on the mic. But the one thing that i like so far about me is that i'm trying to stay true to it i'm trying to be truthful about it i'm trying to carry it with dignity so that's the one that's another thing with uh podcasting that uh i think and i'm going a little bit off on a tangent here because the main thing about this is the truth and how we report things and how we uh carry our how you use your voice because and and this and then the other thing about this, your voice can mean a lot. The thing about it is, a lot of people say, "Oh well, I'm still building. It's not like I got a lot of listeners." And it's, listen, eventually you will if you keep pushing this thing and you push it as hard. Eventually you will. And guess what? Listeners do. They tend to go back when they catch on. When you actually get hot or when actually you get a name, they listen to you from the beginning, so they get to see you grow and they get to see. And the last thing you want. It's for what you said to hit the wrong ears. You might miss out on opportunity based off of it. You might have said something, gave a bad viewpoint, or not even a bad viewpoint, but an inaccurate viewpoint that could hurt somebody, and now you done messed up a deal, you messed up a potential relationship, or uh, not even just a relationship with a person, but a good situation for yourself, because 
you're pretty much showing somebody that I don't do my homework. I might be good with my voice. I might be fluent. I might be entertaining, but I don't do my homework. I'm clearly a red flag. The things that I say and do are a red flag. So that's one of this is one of those things with podcasting that I just try to keep in mind when I'm uh, speaking about a certain situation or a topic. You know, and I would urge everybody else to do the same thing. Because for me, one thing, and I and I had this discussion with a good friend of mine. I, um, I, I told him, I said, "Listen, I'm not in. It, I'm not in this for the numbers or anything. Don't get me wrong. If it came my way, I would gladly take it. You know what I mean? I'm, it's, I'm not one of them guys that's going to say, "Oh, I don't want the money. I don't want the 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 sponsorships. I don't want none of that. That's a lie. We all want it. Everybody who does this want it. But the main purpose, like if I got to do this at the expense of my integrity, I'm not doing it. I just rather give up my voice. I I don't want to do this. But if I can get it the way while doing what I'm doing, I'm good for the how Lil Duval say I'm good for the ecosystem, and I'm doing things the way that I do it. I do my homework. I get better at it. That's a win-win for everybody. And that's what I'm in it for. Because I think the main thing in life. Here's the thing about life. Life is about service, right? I think we can all agree about that. Life is about service. The main thing is finding your purpose in this world. Finding your best. What makes you service people happily? You may not be. You may not want to service somebody happily in a retail environment. But you might be really good at. I don't know. Something, I'm going to just throw something random out there because I'm actually studying for it. Sterile processing. That's a service. That's You clean surgical instruments for doctors. That's a service. But that may be a job that you actually like as opposed to or a career that you actually like as opposed to retail. If you're a doctor, that's a tremendous service. But you may not be happy with that. You may rather you might want to service somebody being a police officer. Here's the thing. Here's what we all don't know. And this is coming from a guy that don't have money. So I can say this. Money isn't everything. Do we all want money? Do we want the comfort? Yes, because in this economy, you need money. That's a necessity. And you want the comfort. You want the comfort. Especially if you like me and you got a child, you want the comfort. You want the house. You want the you want to keep your car. You want I already have a car. You want to keep your car. You want this. You know what I mean? You want the comfort. You want the comfortable living. But it's not the end all. Essentially, in this life, you want to service people. You want to leave a mark. Not just to let people know you were here, but you want to leave this world better than you were born in. If you can. You want to do your part at least. So, I think that's what this is all about. It's about service. And some of us are given a lot of bad service or we're on a road, whether we think, whether we're intentionally doing it or not, we're on a road to giving bad service and i think we need to rethink that i think we should think about how we're going to service people or how we're going to lend ourselves and how we're going to be good for the culture um because i do because podcasting i think this is I, I can consider this culture uh to a degree um i think everybody does it different but it's a culture i mean it's it's I was, <laughs> I heard the story that Howard Stern doesn't like po- podcasting because it's like amateurish, and that's fine. But here's the thing. You don't just jump out and be a pro. You know what I mean? You have to start as an amateur at some point. I would love to get on radio, but right now I'm an amateur, and that's just what it is, and I'm fine with that. But nonetheless, I have a voice, and I think that's just, that's just great about this. We all have a voice, and we all have opportunity to do this. And to me, that's wonderful. To me, that's everything. The only thing you can ask for in this world is a, is a shot. 
in an in a, uh, industry where in radio, it may not always be about skill. It might be about likability and who likes who and who uh, is a better brown noser and this, that, and the third. That's what it might be about in the radio industry. But guess what? With this podcasting thing, it's not like that. Everybody has a shot. Whether you make it or not, I think a lot of times it's, it's, just pred- it's a market for everything, but it's predicated on... I think for me, mainly, it's predicated on your voice, how you use your voice. I think it's predicated on your content, how much you're willing, how much you know, and what you're willing to receive. So I think that's what this is about, and how you're going to make it in this. Um, one thing uh, I'm starting to grasp about podcasting a lot better is don't get on a mic if you don't have much to say. Like I know a lot of people say. Oh, well, put out as much content as you possibly can. Now, for me, that's not necessarily what this is about. I try to put out, I try my best to put out quality content. I try not to get on if I don't really have anything to say. Um, Like right now, I feel like I have a lot to say. I feel like I'm purging. I feel like I'm sharing my thoughts. I feel like this is information that a lot of us can use. Even if we already know, sometimes we don't reiterate, reiterate it to ourselves. And that's my purpose of this segment, to reiterate this information. Like, yo, number one, uh... Know what you're doing this for and don't get on the mic if you don't have much to say. Like it's so because it's okay to go days without having much to say. This is and this is what I will say. And this is also goes back to doing your homework. You'll have more to say if you do more homework. But sometimes you just want to speak from the soul. Right now I'm just speaking from the soul. Uh I'm gonna do my homework in a few because uh oh yeah. Another episode of Drunk Thoughts Sober Tongue will be coming Thursday. So yes, I no, I have not ran out of content. I have a lot more. But Right now, I'm just speaking from the soul, and and certain sometimes when I hear certain podcasts, certain things I see, it's like, guys, come on, we can do better. A lot of y'all are great out there. It's a lot of great podcasts out here. A lot, like it's a lot of good content, a lot of good uh, topics, a lot of good things. I just want us to do our homework a little better. That's it, myself included. I'm not, I'm not exempt. I'm not trying to make me exempt hey listen i'm not the i'll be the first to tell you i'm not the best on here i want to be the best but right now i'm not but i want to be and i'm going to push to be and i'm going to put forth the effort to be but i want to more than anything i want to push the culture forward it's okay like one thing about me is as competitive as i am and i'm very competitive if you're better than me but you're pushing the culture forward and you're pushing it further than i i'm okay with that because guess what you being better than me is going to make me push harder and you not wanting me to catch up is going to make you continue to do what you do. And then that's when it's just it's much better for the ecosystem. It's much better for podcasting. It's much better for this whole thing, for for everyone's voice. So I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. I like from, from that stance, I like the competition or the competitive nature about it. Um, but also, yeah, back to not saying much if you don't have anything to say, because the thing about it is you don't want to unintentionally spew ignorance and you don't want to sound crazy. So, you know, if I haven't learned, I haven't, I can't say I'm a guru with this whole podcasting thing, but if it's anything that I learned, say something on the mic. When you get on the mic, say something. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta say something and say something of importance. You know what I mean? Say something that's critical. I, at least from this game that would be critical for for other people and something that other people can use and uh you know from their day-to-day podcast and in their day-to-day just in their day-to-day lives period um and i 
one thing I want to a lot of things one thing I want to get better at like with me and this podcast is I want to get better with my closing um I think like when I end a podcast I don't know what to say at the end like that's that's a little tough <laughs> like that's one thing I don't I don't uh I don't do very well last episode I can admit I was reading straight from my phone and I didn't like I went back and I listened to it I didn't like it at all I was like I was clearly I was just reading something that I wrote which was okay which I think would have been okay if I studied it better if I knew it better and it actually sounded fluent, but I was clearly just reading. You know, it sounded like I was reading the script. It was like, dang, it wasn't even. And then I was so tired at the end. It wasn't even. It didn't even sound genuine because I was just so tired at the end. So that was crazy. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing, podcasters, don't be afraid to communicate with people. Like, uh, listen, I'll be more than willing to do a podcast with anybody. Hit me up. Don't be afraid to uh, get on with other people. Don't be afraid to challenge other people. I think we all have similar goals here. So, And we all talk about a lot of the same thing. A lot of our lives are relatable. It doesn't matter where you're from, race, religion, creed, whatever. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. A lot of our lives are parallel. So I think we can all vibe to a degree. I think if we all, a lot of us, if we got on a podcast together, it's crazy because I'd be thinking about, getting on a podcast with the most random people and just finding common ground with those people and then just vibing with them because I feel like uh, we're not that different. I feel like we as a people, we're not that different. We have, uh, we may have a difference in the way we go about running our households or our culture or whatever, but in essence, as people, we're really not that different. I mean, what, what, the number one thing we're all trying to do, survive and thrive. If we got kids, we're trying to raise our children to be great people more than anything. We want them to be successful, yes, but number one, great people. Because manners take you where money won't. And I think we all know that. So I think that's the number one priority of anybody that got kids to raise your kids to be great people. So a lot of us had the same. We might go, we go about it differently, definitely. But a lot of us had the same goals and the same intentions. Um, I think a lot of us have pure intentions but what happens is it gets tainted based off of competitive competition based off uh what we see what we have to adapt to the things that we go so it might get it might get tainted but a lot of us have pure intentions and what we do on a daily on a daily a day-to-day basis prime example when you want to roll if someone cuts you off you assume that that person's a jerk because they cut you off but they may not be thinking about it like that they their pure intention is to get to work on time to provide for their family. They're not thinking, oh, I just cut this person off and I just did something dangerous. T- to them, it's just, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get to work on time. But you don't get, it happens so fast, you don't get to have that conversation with them. And that might be something that irritates you for a while, but you don't get to have that conversation with them. Like, yo, man, you cut me off on the road, man. That was some jerk stuff to do but that person's like listen i'm just trying to get the work on time so and then you never know we get mad at people for cutting us off but in their vehicle after they cut us off they might really be like sorry because i'm that guy like i cut somebody off and i'll be like sorry but you can't hear me apologize but i really do mean it like i'm not a jerk i just I, sometimes i wake up late i might be in a bad you know a bad predicament and i gotta get from point a to point b as fast as i can but i don't deliberately mean to you know offend anybody or anything of that nature but nonetheless it doesn't excuse the act i understand it doesn't excuse the act and none of that none of that so 
I just want us as people to be a little more wary of the energy we put out as well. And then other thing is, I think we as podcasters have to do, we have to be objective. Even if it's a situation that you don't like. Prime example, when it comes to abuse. If we hear a story about someone being abused in any way, shape or form. I think we got to get the story before we like, first of all, we have to know, number one, that, a, the, that the abuse actually happened. Because here's the thing about this with the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement. I understand it. I understand why we're doing this. And, and if you think about it, the movement is really thriving because of women. Right. The movement is really thriving because of women and men are backing it up like, and as we should. Listen, we should definitely back this movement. But here's the thing. You got to ask yourself, why are men backing this movement? Are we backing it because we really agree or are we backing it because we know we owe them? I think most of us are doing it because we feel like we owe them. Whereas though me, I don't feel like I owe, but I just genuinely agree that, hey, man, women are getting the short end of the stick here. Look at the look at the salaries. Look at the I, I can't really speak on the sports aspect of it only because I don't know. Like sports is based off sells like let's be real like the nba compared to the wnba i don't really want to talk about that only because the nba just sells more so the salaries maybe may or may not be based off that so i can't talk about that i can't necessarily say well if the wnba pack seats they make as much as men i can't necessarily say that for sure because they would still have to go to the table and then negotiate that and whoever they negotiate with, they, you know, they, they'd have to fight for that still. It's not like just sell more tickets and you will automatically make more money. It doesn't necessarily go that way. They would still have to negotiate. So I can't speak on that. I do know that sports is based off sales, but I can't necessarily say that. Well, the sole reason that they're making less money than men is because they sell less tickets. That may be a part of the reason. It may be part of the reason, but it's I don't know if it's the full reason. So I have to be objective. I can't really say anything about that. But what I can say is when women make less money for doing the same jo- same job as guys. Now, the objective part of it is some guys would say, well, even when women work with men, they do the grunt of the work. Well, here's the thing. I've seen when you when they come to police officers, I've seen women partner up with women. And they patrol around and they do their thing. And it's not always a, 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 a woman has to be paired with a man to be an effective police officer or an effective construction worker or anything of that nature. My main thing is you pay the person their worth. I'm not saying that, oh, well, you know, all women should be paid based upon the job. No, you pay a person their worth. And that should go for men as well. Listen, I'm going to pay you your worth. Bruh, if you lazy... You may be physically capable, but if you're lazy and you're not getting the job done, you're fired. Or I'm not paying you what you feel. Just because you're capable don't mean you're necessarily getting it done. Oh, and by the way, let's not negate the fact that some women are actually better at some men than these jobs that we're, that we stereoty- that we stereotypically have. Some women are actually better than us at it. Some women will probably be, uh, be better at effective policing because they have empathy. You know what I mean? Policing ain't always about slamming a guy on the ground and arresting him sometimes it's simply about having empathy sometimes when you pull up on the scene and you realize certain things happen it's better to connect emotionally than it is to go upside that person's head and throw them in a wagon just saying i don't necessarily know the job myself but i would think 
it's a public service job, so it, it can't. Public service ain't always about slapping cuffs on people, right? At least that's what I would think. Um, so yeah, from that perspective, you know, I think here's what I think. I think like uh, as far as women rights. I feel like we're, we're headed in the right direction, but we still have a long way to go. But in knowing that we still, along with us having a long way to go, I think we still have to keep an eye on those, those women who might be out here trying to use the women's movement for their own personal gain. Because the thing about the women's rights group, that has to be a selfless movement it can't be about self it has to be kind of like the civil rights movement where it's for black people not just for dr king not just for whoever spearheading it or whoever is a part of it you can't just do it for personal gain it has to be for the greater good so we have to consistently purge out those who's lying about certain situations like if it's a woman and she's lying about abuse or she's lying about anything she has to face consequences legally because what happens is a lot of times and i think and i said this before plenty of times this is i think this is what's ultimately going to weaken the movement what's going to happen is some of these women it's not going to be a large percent either it's just going to be a handful of women that got caught lying about it and now it weakens the movement tenfold and i don't want that to happen because it's not like it's going to be a lot of people whereas though it may be one percent women lying about it the other 99 percent a huge chunk of them are going to get shunned or questioned just like back in the 90s and 80s or even earlier than that. They're going to be questioned about their allegations just because that small 1% lied. And that's not cool. You know what I mean? That's not cool at all. I think we as men and women, we need to, we need to keep this woman, we need to keep this, uh, this movement strong. Me too. Time's up. Because I applaud. Listen, any woman that's brave enough to come out and say, listen, he abused me he put his hands on me this i applaud her and i'm gonna tell you why because like i say even though we're doing better we still have a long ways to go this still is a sexist world this is this still is and i mean globally this still is a world based off sexism sexism racism uh classism all of that like (laughs) this is still a world based on that so let's not act like the world is now roses and everything is great and let's not act like that I do think to a degree, uh, especially in this nation, is getting a little better. Um, but I think we still have a long way to go. And I think on our road to perdition, we need to X out anybody who's bad for it. I don't care if you are the, like, definitely if you are the abuser, definitely if you are the abuser, but also if you are making fake claims of abuse. You know what I mean? And I think also if, if, if you know see here's the thing and another thing that i'm conflicted about too uh i heard some guys say well what if i'm abused like can you imagine? like here's the thing that happened but the funny part about it is that happens guys do we we get a little and but it's funny with us because we're only uncomfortable if an unattractive woman approaches us and is like sexual toward us she makes she makes little sexual innuendos toward us we get uncomfortable because it's like i don't want you like no not you but right next to her could be the most gorgeous girl in the world if she makes a sexual innuendo we're not uncomfortable we're all for it but that one that's not attractive is like uh we consider that abuse we don't really consider it abuse we consider it to a degree of harassment only because she's not attractive so with that it's kind of like 
uh, because we're wired different. Like a woman can find a man physically attractive, but it doesn't mean she wants to sleep with him. Now, a lot of times us guys, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times us guys, when we find a female physically attractive, that's like cold for I would sleep with her. When you're not physically attractive, that means, no, I don't want to sleep with you. So if you touch me, that's sexual harassment, which is true to it. But it's just like you got to kind of look at it like, mm, like it's tough. It's tough. I'm not saying that it's not sexual. It's just that it's tough. It's a little tougher to grade because we think that because we think different. So it's a little tougher to grade on behalf of men than it is women. It's a lot. And that's beside from the physical aspect of things, because I don't feel like the physical aspect of things always necessarily has something to do with it. A female can harass me and you would say, well, man, you could just push her off you. That's not the point, because here's the thing. If I push her off me and she's decide, and she decides she wants to call the police because I got physical, who's going down? Police ain't going to look at it like, well, he was just defending himself. They're going to look at it like, hey, man, that's a female. You don't put your hands on no female. To jail, you go. So it's it's all about, you know, getting yourself out of situations or preventing yourself from getting into a situation where you can be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and, and that goes for men and women. That goes for everybody. All across the board. Just because you're my boss doesn't mean you can treat me and talk to me any any old kind of way. It doesn't work that way. So, yeah, definitely with that. Um, you know, so that's that's one thing I wanted to speak on as far as as far as that goes. Now, that's <laughs> I know a lot of people. Cause the thing about it is, I know a lot of people. I know I'm gonna say a lot, a lot, but I know some people that get harassed on a daily, and it's crazy because. I think they're being harassed. I think they think they're being harassed, but they don't really process it because it's like it's normal. Even with the Me Too and Time's Up movement, can you believe in some workforce it's still normal? Like it's still they don't have that sense of it's time to rise up. Yo, don't because and, and the harassment doesn't necessarily come in because he touched her. It could just be conversation like us as men. We know how we are. So I think we have to be more conscious of the conversations we have around women like it's certain things we just shouldn't say and i've learned that myself i'm a raw truthful dude especially when i'm talking about my life but i have to consider that some people just don't want to hear about my life some people don't want to hear about my personal life what i did the night before what i did last week the wild time i had so that makes some people uncomfortable and i think you know i had to learn that I had to learn that that's that's a form of harassment. I didn't, but at the time, there was also ignorance on my behalf because I didn't know that. I always thought that, well, as long as I'm not talking to you or touching you, I've been clear. That's not always the case, and I think it just comes. It's just education. Sometimes this is all about education. Because once I learned that, I learned to shut up. Because I, I say a lot of wild stuff, and I've been told by coworkers, "Listen, I had to unfollow you because of some of the stuff you say." And I was like, oh, all right. but I didn't take that to heart until I, uh, you know, I lived a little bit. I got a little more information from a good friend of mine. And <laughs> I realized, dang, man, let me let me tone this down some. You know, I'm making people uncomfortable out here. And it's not because I'm yeah, I'm telling the truth, but it's not a necessary truth. It's not good for the ecos. You don't be, you know what I did the night before has nothing to do with positive energy and it's easy to take that as negative energy because it's like yo that's disgusting i don't want to hear that 
I don't want to know what you did the night before. So I do, as I've understood it, I tend to tone it down. But it's funny because they would get uncomfortable with some of the stuff that I said. But it's not. And the, and the crazy thing is, it's not that they didn't like me as a person. They didn't hate me for it. And that's one thing I'm grateful for. They may have gotten uncomfortable and not want to listen to some of the things I said, but they didn't dislike me. They actually like me as a person and they like being around me. It's just that when I got in a certain mind state and I start rambling, it's like, okay, all right, time to go. We can only take Joe and Spurs because he start he started going crazy. We can only take left brain and Spurs because he started going crazy. But once I learned that, man, I think. I toned it down a lot. Not even I think. I'm sure I toned it down a lot. And I just learned how to have regular conversation without and t- telling regular jokes without going too far, you know. Because if and, and I think men and women and, and the way this 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 education can happen. See, men and women need to have more real conversation. We need to have more real dialogue. I feel like because when you get in a know, but men and women or just a particular group of people particular couple when they're getting to know each other they're getting to know each other for selfish reason it's like i'm getting to know you because i'm interested in you i'm not really trying to gain information from a woman's perspective i just want to know you i want to know what makes you comfortable what makes you uncomfortable and i'm only considering you i'm not considering women and the thing about women is the thing about a woman they have like a unspoken it's like a spiritual sisterhood from what i can see a lot of times with women because they it's incre- honestly i think it's incredible a woman can vibe with a woman they don't know from a can of paint but guys we don't really bond like that it's just kind of like regular meaningless conversation just to keep things comfortable just to make sure things ain't uncomfortable hey how you doing yeah and then we talk about the game a little bit and that's how we find common ground. Or we find we talk about something stereotypically that guys like, and we find common ground. And, and the funny part about that is some guys don't even watch sports, but they'll they'll blend like they'll they'll bond with you over a sport that they don't even watch, just to make it where the situation isn't uncomfortable. And you can always tell who watches sports and who doesn't. I'm a big sports guy, so I know who's watching and who isn't, just based off the uh, based off. 10 seconds of conversation. I could tell if you're really interested in a sport, a specific sport, or you're not. So we do that, but women can just bond. It's just easy for them. Uh, from my personal observation, I'm not going to say every woman, but a lot of women, they just bond, and it's just easy. It's such an easy and natural thing for them. So I think uh, when you're courting a woman, I think you should court that woman, yes, uh, for you know to get to, get to know her. And you're trying to date her and all that. But also get information from her. Get information that you can come back and tell the homies. Like, hey, man, you know what, man? After, you know, I find, you know, after talking to my girl, you know, yo, women don't like, you know, for us to be in our nature all the time. They don't always want their butt grab. There's a time and a place for that. Sometimes they do want to be touched. But sometimes they don't want to be touched. Sometimes they don't want to be told... They, you want to have sex. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just certain times that they don't want to be told that. And then, and naturally, I got, well, how will we know when they want this? And how will we know when they want? And that's when you get the information from your girl to come back and bring back to the homies. Because when you do that, better, not only, not only does better, better energy gets, knowledge gets passed. Knowledge gets passed. And when the knowledge gets passed, now the homies, now they they talk to females different. They talk to women different. Based off what you told them, now their approach is different. 
Now the way they handle situations is different. The conversations are different. The outlook is different. And not only that, some guys will say, oh, well, man, I try and I'm only attracting a certain type of woman. Well, what kind of vibe are you giving out? Because you're only going to attract, a lot of times you attract the vibes that you give out. So when your conversation is different, your dialogue is different, your search is different, you attract a different kind of woman. And that's pretty much how that goes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think I think we need to have, you know what I think would be really great? If three guys on a podcast, since we're going back to this podcasters, if three guys and three women can just get in a room, lock in for three hours. It's going to be like a three hour or a part two or part one, part two, part three, part four, part five episode podcast. I think we should just sit in a room and have dialogue. And what it doesn't have to be anything. We could title it something fun like Venus versus Mars or men, women perspective. However y'all want to do it. But I think we should just lock. I think three men and three women should get in a room. Lock in and just have a conversation. Have a conversation that's good for the ecosystem. I think uh, I think we... And here's the thing, guys. I think uh, when we're having this conversation, understand that women might get a, a woman might get passionate. She might get a little loud. She might, you know, it's just certain things we need to better prepare for. When she gets loud and she's talking loud, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's upset. Maybe she's just passionate about a certain situation. And you got to be able to understand that. Women, vice versa. Us guys, we get a little passionate. You know, that natural bass in our voice, it makes it seem like we're being more assertive than we really are. We're just, you know, this is how we are. And the same, you know, so it's like vice versa. So I really would like for that to happen. I want three men and three women to get in a room, lock in, and just have conversation. Like serious conversation, though. Forget the bullshit. Skip the bullshit. Save that for another episode. We'll have real dialogue. And we'll have three hours of just flat out educational conversation. Because there's going to be a lot of things that men don't want to hear. And there's going to be a lot of things that women don't want to hear. But nonetheless, it's things that need to be said. So, yeah, I would, I would like, personally, I know I would like that. I would like to hear it. I would like to be a part of it whatever <laughs> you know what i mean so that's definitely something i think needs to happen with the ecosystem uh, for the ecosystem for the culture just for people and i would actually like if, if the three women and three men that sat down i would like for it to be not just a certain demographic for everybody all race religion creed welcome everybody just six people of six three men of, of different races or ethnicities and three women of different races of ethnicities just sit down and talk because here's the thing about it it goes back to what i said before if we won't see things that different the only things that'll probably be different maybe religion and our political views our religion and maybe our day-to-day how how we go about things might be different but the goals are the same so with that said it can't be that different and we can all be relatable we can all learn from each other and we can all find common ground so that's why it's a conversation that needs to be happening because a lot of times what happened also well, what happened also with this is not only will we be able to co- find common ground in terms of gender bias or uh, gender miscommunication 
how about racial miscommunication, racial biases, racial issues? We'll be able to touch down on that as well. And we'll be able to teach each other a little bit about our how we view things, our perspective. You know, so especially me as a black man, I would love to sit down with uh, an Irish woman or an Italian woman and just talk to you. I just want to talk to you like, look, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I grew up. How did you grow up? How do you view things? When you see me walking down the street, are you afraid of me? Mind you, I'm five, six, 140 pounds. Why are you afraid of me? Like, what, what, what do you think is going through my mind when I'm walking down the street and I'm not even looking at you? Do you still feel a sense of fear? Have you ever considered that I might be afraid of what you might do? Not from a physical stance, but just knowing how this system is. Have you ever considered our fears? Because it doesn't, and I just, I'm just throwing that question out there. It doesn't have to be about me. It could be about you. Like, listen, how do you feel? What do you think we think? What do you think our goals are? Do you think we have goals? Were you, did, were you given any preconceived notion about us before you met us? And when I say us, I'm talking about black men. So, yeah, I would love to talk to any ethnicity, uh, not just Irish or Italian women, uh, an Asian woman and an Indian woman. I would love to talk to anybody and have dialogue because that's just what I'm all about. And I just wanted to be accurate. So, oh, man, 41 minutes of flat out just straight speaking. Um, I'm glad I was able to do this because really, like I said, man, I'm just I just spoke from the soul. Um, Yeah, so let's let's. If y'all can get on this, if y'all have the uh, the stamina, if you're willing to listen to me, if you've listened to this whole thing, let's talk about it, man. Let's hop on. Feel free to give a comment. Feel free to like, whatever, however you want to do it. Feel free to just get on. Let's talk about it. Once again, this is Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. This is your host, Left Brain. I'm out.